0: Look at the figure, look at the turn. Oh, that was brilliant, Luke Bruce. Lewis runs into the open goal. Thank you very much. The Hawks are back in town. And he finished it for... He can his fourth. He's had a day out. It's Half the seas. Went for home. And
1: nails it. they will just set it up, looking for the high flyers. And it!
0: We're counting down to the biggest clash on the footy calendar, the AFL Grand Final. But before we get there, we thought we'd hit record and get to all the Hawthorne news that's been floating about this off-season. There's plenty to unpack, so let's get down to business. Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Talk Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Nick Mason, and with me as always is a man who missed a pretty fun evening at Crown last night. G'day, Tiz. G'day, mate. Yeah, you were buzzing. And why wouldn't I be? The reunion of the 2013 Premiership side... At Crown, the site of the Brownlow the evening before. Have they cleaned it up yet? I hope so. How were the
1: bathrooms? <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, the Palladium itself was uh, dimly lit, so if there was anything meshed into the carpet, oh. I couldn't see. <laughs> now,
1: Cyril didn't turn up, Clark didn't turn up, mm-hmm. Buddy didn't turn up. Yes.
0: Gunston didn't turn up. Okay, well, what, what is this? You're who, trying to take the shine off who it. Who else didn't turn up? I think that might have been it. Obviously, fags. Birch was there because there were talks. Yes. He wouldn't. He wouldn't count.
1: What were the other line coaches there?
0: Um, I don't know. I, I mostly, I was mostly keeping track of the players because I yeah. think I think every other player was there, but the ones you've mentioned. So I, I did see the end of the night. They sing horses. Yes, led
1: by Brent Guerra.
0: Yes, that's right. I mean, just when you thought the evening was over, because the lights had come up and you know the house music was playing, you thought, all right, well, that's the end of the ceremonies. So it's the end of the evening. So I want to know, did they mention the guys that weren't there? Well, Alistair Clarkson got a nod from, I think, Gowers from memory, but there wasn't anything uh, pointedly said about Cyril. Um, Buddy and Isaac Smith each got a tribute package because they're retiring stars. Right. Um, but that's about it, really. But Buddy wasn't there. No, Buddy wasn't there.
1: But oh, you mean like a highlights package? Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. they put together like a montage that was quite good. Would have been good to see Izzy. It was. You know what? That that was one of the highlights of my evening. Because it's like he's back. I can feel good about this again. <laughs> and, you know, and everyone has a bit of a joke. Abby Holmes is talking about you know you're at that other mob, and yeah. you know, we don't mention them by name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit Harry Potter, really, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it was really good, and just that smile, that damn smile. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a clip of his, his father ringing
1: up, was it 3W the other week or SEN? Yeah. And talking about how uh, he'd driven Ron Barassi uh, with Isaac in the car as a young really? kid. Really? Yeah, and only at the end of the anecdote does he reveal that he's Isaac Smith's dad. <laughs> and, and Ron was telling him everything you need to know. Isaac would have been about 12 or something. Yeah, Right. Pretty pretty fun little story, but you were telling me that, uh, well, oh, all one of Jordan Lewis had
0: no recollection of the game. Well, so he says, we were talking about this off mic, the revelation that he's not watched it back ever, and then you challenged that immediately, rightly so, and you said, well, they did the Fox Woody recall. <laughs> so he's seen it at least once, <laughs> and I went, okay, right, didn't think of that, but...
1: You should have left. challenged him
0: when he said that. You're know, like, ah, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> call it out. <laughs> but he he did the way he was fielding questions. He had a vagueness about him that oh. did suggest that he had not, in fact, watched it for ten years.
1: Yeah. So it's, you'd think he would have got around to it by now. Yeah. So he got the best and fairest in 2014, didn't he, Lewis? Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, I think. I, uh, I get confused. Gibbo got it. Thirteen yeah. and fifteen.
0: Yeah, that's I, I get confused as to when Gibbo won it.
1: This is the highest honour in, in footy, Absolutely. Best and first in the premiership side.
0: Mhm. So No, oh, there's many, many stories told. I mean stuff around, you know, either side of the game itself was pretty amusing. The the idea that uh, you know, Ruffy in his pre grand final preparation just made sure that he was gonna be the, the host with the most. If we did in fact win, he was gonna make sure that you know, his teammates were going to enjoy themselves and have everything set up. Because as we know, in the books that we've read from the players as well, the the tradition became after you win, you go around to Ruffy's the yeah. next day and, and you live it up. So this is 2013 and Ruffy is, get a load of this confidence. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever do it, especially not in the public eye. he already eye. bought the ice. <laughs> he didn't just buy the ice. He had to hide his identity because on the Wednesday in the lead up to the grand final... He bought a number of slabs. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to be drunk anyway. He's, well, I suppose i sure so, they drained a few slabs after 2012. Did 2012 get a mention? Oh, of course, yeah. I think that was the first thing of the night, right. which I didn't appreciate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it played up on the big screens, Hodgie's yeah, it's speech. A, it's a redemptive well, thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What What's, about the
1: three-quarter? You mentioned Hodgie's speech. What about his three-quarter time speech? Did yeah. that get a mention?
0: Oh, he got razzed up a fair bit for that. <laughs> I yeah. hope they would come back yeah yeah so he's like look it's been blown way out of proportion what i was trying to say
1: (laughs) i hope they kick the next
0: four or something yeah and then they did you know of course uh, they did (laughs) yeah but uh but also birch doing a whirlwind tour of tassie afterwards and and feeling very sick going way too hard way too quickly (laughs) uh it sounds like a good night yeah it definitely was yeah many stories shared are they going to do it again uh, well, they, <laughs> they, they flagged it, not only in the uh, the menu, which I sort of kept as a souvenir here. Yeah. Um, on the back of the menu, you'll see here as I show it to you, down the bottom, what does it say there? Oh, to be continued. To <laughs> be continued. And they had that up on the screens at the end of the night. So, yeah, they're absolutely doing a 2014, and I will be there because I thought it was fantastic. The food was great. Um, they had footies in the centre of the table uh, where they had imprinted on them 2013 Reunion. You could purchase them, and they had way more than what was just on the table. So mm-hmm. if they seemed to have run out, you could buy them and uh, mingle with the players. Get signatures on the footies. Did you do much mingling? You know me. Of course I didn't. Oh, didn't you? I, people don't realize this. I, I'm much more of an introvert than people uh, expect, I, th- I think. So I didn't do much mingling. but uh, You didn't go up and try to tackle Smithy, see if he evaded you? I think he's still got it mate I mean, <laughs> Most of them are too quick for me I would How say. How is Brad Hill? He was a lot of fun He's he's a very bubbly character He's incredibly bubbly Yeah he was one of the guys brought up on stage in the second segment And uh, they all are still You know that, that they play it up this idea of like You're mates for life You'll always have this unshakable bond Yeah yeah And it was absolutely true They all seem like such good mates And it's so fun and infectious to see it's what and, success does, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and yeah, this is year one. Yeah. You know, these guys have gone through another two years after this. I would say the MVP of the night, undoubtedly. Can you guess who I'm going to say? Lake. Correct. Yeah. Brian Lake is just beyond exceptional at these events. Is he? I would say. I can't wait to see him back for the next two.
1: Well, uh, he arrived at the start of that year and was uh, detained against his will by the police in. Mm-hmm. What was it? Not- February? January, January
0: Yeah, it was quite early on Yeah
1: And then he had to front the leadership of the club
0: He uh he arrived quite early to the event as well To the <laughs> extent that, the extent that like, I was waiting around with my dad And he was uh moving into like the plays area where they congregate first Before they get shown in to a rousing reception And Brian Lake was one of the first And he seemed to look almost directly at me Oh yeah And give a thumbs up And there was no one behind Must me. have
1: recognised you
0: I don't know what that was. There was no one behind me. There was only a wall. And it was like literally the thing. And I'm miming listeners. I'm like, you know, looking, pointing at at myself and looking around behind me, going, was that for me? Who was that for? There's no one else around me. He's looking directly at me. This'll be after you retweeted
1: all those Brian's bargains. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably identified you off there.
0: Maybe. Maybe. And that's that's not still a thing, is it? We can bring it back. (laughs) Bring it back anytime. Uh, It was a very fun night. And uh, yeah, it's it's it gets you in the mood for for the game for the big clash and the week that it is. I'm really looking forward to it. You're, you're looking forward to Saturday. Oh yeah, in a sense, you know. Whose side are you on? Why don't we save that to the the, the, the final minutes of the podcast? Because I'm, I'm still like Tom Mitchell, Fags, Gunner's
1: not going to play, so you know Collingwood, ABC, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, ABC being
1: anyone but collingwood yep, correct or or carlton could have been in a dreadful situation carlton i won because abc would have wouldn't be able to do it
0: well i'd be down to bunnings and i'd be buying some two by fours hammer nails and board this place up (laughs) just not knowing what to expect from a carlton collingwood grand final and you know people would say my friends would say well nick you you don't live anywhere near the mcg so it's you'll be okay i said you don't underestimate what could happen yeah well what could happen to Fitzroy because
1: they're right in the middle
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) oh dear oh dear but we're getting well ahead of ourselves we're talking about the reunion the night before in the same venue the palladium was the uh, Brownlow medal so the bookies got it wrong Mm. they had Cicely out polling
1: Newcomb and and Newcomb just he polls extraordinarily
0: well for a bloke who's in a bottom three side Yes, finished with 18 votes, Sicily with 12, Warple, I believe, with 11. But, of course, the talk of the night was Frost with two. (laughs) Against North in round three. Yep. Yep. And he did. He had a good game. He
1: got above 78% disposal efficiency and touched it like 19 times. It's not quite, you know, um, Jason Horn franciss game (laughs) that got three votes or or Lockie Neal's game that that also got three votes, Um, you know, Cameron was a little unlucky, kicking seven goals too. But had he kicked eight goals, one, I'm sure he would have got.
0: I'm sure he would have got the three. Uh, he might have deserved a mention, yeah, just an honourable mention. Uh, one of the weirder Brownlow counts I've seen, and I don't really oh, care about the Brownlow too much. People are losing
1: their minds, yeah, because they're, 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 there's one uh, Machito and uh, they got him mixed up with another player, and then mm. a Marty is off is like. Yeah, he's Tactical out. sub. Tactical yeah. sub after half time, and he still gets three votes in yeah. the game. And quite funnily, the whole Sydney Swans crew at the mm. table react excellently, and as they should yeah. to that news that he got three for that
0: effort. Some of the reactions towards the end of the count, you know, Goulden getting one vote and he just. And he looked,
1: got, what did he get, 42 and two goals? Yeah,
0: and the look on his face is just like, you are kidding
1: me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so Mr. Petraka, Patra- Patra- yeah, yeah Petraka. But Patra- but he, bet-
0: he beat Sydney yeah. after Goulden's effort and he doesn't poll. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Oh, it's just, yeah. So and, then, and then, of course, we had the storyline of Nick Dacos, who could would have, have got 45. He would have <laughs> won in a canter if not. For the most terrific tag of the season.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure that Lockie Neal rang James
0: blank. (laughs) Just to sort of say thank you very much. Well, it would have been due because that's what caused it. I mean, the tag was more significant than anyone knew at the time. This tag from Finn McGuinness... Forced him forward. Yep, and then crunch i mean you're not to know that that's going to happen but that's how it played out and uh, hugely significant turning point in the season you would have noticed that um opposition supporters came for me over that i've had have you noticed because i run the social media so i don't know how much you plugged into this i've had a hell of a week on twitter have you oh what the collingwood people well okay so first of all it was Mackay, and we thought we had the good oil Uh. oh don't bring this up. Because I, I and a number of Hawthorne people were absolutely
1: certain. Yes. Given the difference in the offers, and we chucked everything at Mackay. Yes. Let's get this correct. Let's get this straight. We chucked everything at him, mm-hmm. and we
0: didn't get him. Yep. Another one. hmm. Through to the keeper. Pretty depressing. And we will say that we're not going to name our source, but you and I. By there was a level of confidence there. And, and when we put it out there, the number of people that came into our DMs and they were like, yep, 100%. I knew this a couple of days ago. Yeah, we heard all sorts confirming what we were getting at. And we were like, oh, okay. And we sort of felt more confident as a result. He ends up going to Essendon and it's just an avalanche of tweets (laughs) saying, good one, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I stuck my neck out there. Anyway, we still haven't seen Bailey. Smith arrive. Well, th- that one I've given you shit for. Did so see, it doesn't, <laughs> <I> <laughs> doesn't know. really care. Did you out. see
1: uh I think the age of someone's gone with uh, Don't worry about this year. It's next year we're gonna get the pit the yeah. guys out of the other clubs.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: Jamara, Yugal Hagen and uh yeah. who else? Um uh, uh Norton.
0: Yeah. Oh, just you got out it, of the it, same club at the same time, that'd it, be good It's all about 2024 for Hawthorne Which doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence I hope we can get something done this year But now, Having stepped out of the way of those abuses uh, yeah, You then
1: that's... took <laughs> took on the North faithful by yeah, calling them a charity Their stimulus package is ridiculous Stimulus package
0: <laughs> It's what it is It's, it's this assistance package is that it, is
1: nine... just we, So we have six top ten picks on our list
0: Yeah, They're getting nine inside three years. Is that right? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, they come at me and Hawthorne supporters saying, hypocrisy, hypocrisy, saying that our... Remember when? Yeah. Our golden era was founded on this, that, and the other. And, And getting, like, blatantly... There's a lot of misinformation around it. They're remembering things... Hodge is a priority pick. It's like, okay, Incorrect. that's... That, and yeah, that's the, I mean, the priority pick wrong. went
1: to someone else, so yep. we got so, it from them.
0: Yeah, do your research, please. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, Collingwood with the Nick Dacos thing, thinking that I was having a laugh at him being injured, which was not the case. I and then Melbourne came for you the week before. That's true. I forgot about them. Yeah, actually, it's been a fair fortnight on social media. now. But that I, I about but I've it. really enjoyed that
1: fact that uh, Hawthorne and Melbourne are the only two teams... To have beaten the grand finalists. Yes. Yep. However, Hawthorne haven't lost to them this year either, mm. which Melbourne have done. Yep. But what a delicious fact. Unbeaten. For me.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, for you
1: specifically. As a Melbourne like, hater.
0: With your hatred of Melbourne, yeah, it makes it even even more sweet. But, uh but, I, yeah. I just got a text, actually. I shouldn't really mention it. Yeah, yeah, go on. But
1: the MCC have a ballot to get into the grand final, and uh, they're having another allocation of the ballot after all those Melbourne members... <laughs>
0: have handed up their grand final tickets can't be stuffed going of course of course um, look I just want to say for anyone that's in any doubt when I tweet and run our social media it's for us yeah you're not it's, trying to rag on anybody no I like it's, it's imagine too- if you were <laughs> well, exactly right it's for our audience yeah. like this is for Hawthorne people and anyone else just move along this is not for you this is for the brown and gold but doesn't stop people having a crack. So are you
1: really that worried about Ben McKay after it would have been nah, six no. years and <laughs> 850k. This is that's wh- huge money. This is some, for a bloke the, that hasn't even what did he hit. His, his, his,
0: what? 70 games or something. 70 like.
1: games and he, yeah. he's been playing how long?
0: Seven years. Wow. I, think it's, if I think it's something like that.
1: Imagine if he'd played more than half a season.
0: We were talking off mic. That's based on what we were talking about. That's less than Tim O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, if you,
1: if you. Yep, yeah, that it is. is. I it mean, is. Timmy got 115, he got 18 of the dogs.
0: Yep. We didn't let him get to 100. or 100.
1: <laughs> God knows why.
0: Anyway. um, But this is part of what I took issue with, is when the Mackay stuff, it, it turned out that he's going to Essendon and then all these Bombers fans were like, oh, you, you wanted Ben Mackay so bad. I was like, hmm. I think I was kind of on the fence, like, nah, nah, you wanted him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he has really bad knees and hasn't played much footy and, and he's shockingly lazy sometimes. And I was, structurally and theoretically, I Speaking thought he was. Speaking of be- lazy, yeah. Marby or Chol, everyone's onto him. Well, apparently Hawthorne are in the race for him. He's but um, I was going to say through what I've heard it won't be much of a race it's pretty easy to catch Marby or Cholevies. that he's de- been denounced as lazy by a lot of Richmond faithful yeah this is, this is put to me that it can't be a coincidence that Hardwick becomes coach of the Suns and he's and, off again and this out <laughs> I wonder if listeners can tell we're a little bit all over the shop because we haven't done this in about a month oh, and I feel like we're kind of excited to be back doing it oh it's good fun to finally debrief all this stuff I can then let it go Exactly right. Yeah, there's a lot that's happened. We had the VFL finals campaign, of course, which wasn't straight sets, which is nice. We had no, one. They, God, they were determined. That up in up on the Gold Coast, the, yeah. the hawkers, they were very determined. Nothing seemed to go right. Yeah, no, that, they put in, and we had one stirring victory over the Dogs in the final series. That was a brilliant win. Um, and we just it, our defence was found out. Definitely, and look, I called it. Months ago, I said Gold Coast and Werribee. And honestly, I thought Werribee would win the whole lot. I was surprised. But Gold Coast are bloody good this year. It makes you wonder why their senior side is not much chop. Because their VFL side is ridiculous. Have you seen the draft
1: picks? Yeah. So, after GWS did what they did, I went through their list. And they are just chockers of talent. Mm. Chock full of talent, they are. And so are Gold Coast... And we have the least talent given the picks yes. on the list out yeah. of any club.
0: Yeah, I think we did remarkably well. And hats off to Little John, honestly. The way the year started where Benny Cavara does an ACL, and I'm thinking, jeez, that's a huge plot. Yep. How are we going to cover that? Turns out we cover it pretty well. And not always the same way. Week after week, different guys would bob up. Found different ways to goal. We ended up getting Brandon Ryan. It gave us another look, another dimension. Uh, Fergus Green, just when you thought, oh, he's in a bit of a, a down patch here. He'll bob up and kick three or four. Yeah, it was a very entertaining year.
1: He, he's an interesting spot, Green, because uh, mm. not announced in the de- departures.
0: Okay, well, let's get to the, the departures that have been announced so far, because of that side, the Box Hill side, the guys that were... Regularly featuring, uh, O'Hara's gone. Apparently that was a mutual agreement where O'Hara was happy to go back home anyway. Right. So they've come to terms on that. Josh Morris, his paper's been stamped. Uh, Emerson Jecker is the one that I'm disappointed by.
1: So Cozzy's requested a trade to Richmond. Yep. And now we're dumping Jecker. Yep. We're after Chol, mm-hmm. who's by no means... And obviously an AFL footballer. Yep, that's
0: true. We're getting a bit thin up forward. Absolutely. In a forward line that you know was kind of tentative and not functioning too well to begin with, we are running out of uh, cards to play, so now, to speak. We've also got
1: three blokes who have played in the forward line. Mm-hmm. Green, Long and Sarong, mm-hmm. who are also... They without remain, a contract. Yeah,
0: remain out of contract, yep. And then there's Bramble as well. Yes, yep. Yeah. So they're the remaining four that have question marks over them. Fergus On top Green,
1: of that, Brockman leaves
0: two. Yeah, it doesn't look great, does it? Fergus Green, Ned Long, Jai Sarong and Lockie Bramble are yet to be signed. I mean, in terms of Ford stocks, at least we did the right thing and contracted Brandon Ryan for an extra year. Uh, you'll notice we gave Wingard another year as well, which I think was categorically the correct so, But he's call. not going to play. No, that's right.
1: So now how many are out of our best forward line?
0: Yeah, fair, fair few. So there's no Cozzy, who we could rely on at least to bring in and play a role.
1: We didn't pick him that often. But- well, no,
0: but structurally he would make sense, being a, a counterpart to Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no Brockman. So I guess it's Butler's time to shine, really. Do we... Do we try to prevent Cosie from going? How does that actually work, though? Because he's out of contract.
1: We can't really prevent it, can we?
0: No, he walked to the draft. Well, then we pick him up again. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go down well. He'll love playing for us then.
1: Well, I mean, we <laughs> did it
0: with Bucky. It turned out all right. <laughs> okay, well, we fair did enough. not. We didn't let him leave. So apparently, the word is that we offered Cosie one year deal, and Richmond. Well, we, then we didn't want him. Well, well, exactly. We didn't think much of him. Then Richmond's come along and said, well, we'll give you more than that. Yep. And Jacobs, rightly has gone, okay, well, I'll take that. Yeah. It's better job security.
1: And they've got a, well, I'm not sure about that.
0: Well, it's better than one year. He's probably been offered two at least. I can can see it. And he gets to reside in Melbourne still. There's still, you know, you could see why he would make the jump. Chris Newman's off to Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Former forwards coach Mm -hmm. off, off to Richmond with Cozzy. So that's our third Ford's coach in three years.
1: Yep. Although oh, he
0: didn't get the top job, though. But he, he's uh, under Uze now, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, the assistant coach of Uze. It's good, good to
1: of... see Uze getting the, getting the role. He's put his hand up a number of times, and it looked like mm-hmm. he was going to miss out entirely. But uh...
0: So so what are we tiptoeing around here? That the Ford line's stuffed? I'm using the, the lenient term there.
1: Yeah, like it's lost all structure. <laughs> Yep, it's totally lost all structure. The only guys you can depend on there are, are what? Law, Lewis, Lewis, and Lewis. Bruce.
0: Yep, that's it. The rest are completely unknown quantities, and and and, and you're hoping got, that they'll come through. And I mean, you've got Massimo D'Ambrosio. Is that how you say? It?
1: I think so. He wants to come across
0: great. Yeah, <laughs> on paper, I can understand how Hawthorne fans are cynical because on paper he's a half back. That's what he's been Another doing. Another one. Yeah. Yep. yep. I dare say that we won't play him that way. That we might try and manoeuvre him on the wing and
1: forward. Unfortunately, six 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 is a thing. Otherwise, we'd just do the flying ducks thing every week. <laughs> we've got that yeah. many half back flankers. <laughs> the flying V, you yeah, mean. exactly. Yeah, I'm not impressed at all. We can't land any talent that you know. I, I heard Sam come out and say we're going to look at players of you know we're going to be selecting off cuts. Mm. Basically,
0: so it doesn't inspire that much confidence. Does well, you don't it? call them off cuts when you are Sam, but that's <laughs> yeah, your words. Yeah, well, that's what it's come to. We're we're trying to make the the best of what's in front of us this off season, and it's look something I said to you because I, if you don't mind me saying, when we were talking about it last week, you're a bit down about it. You're a bit down about how the off season was playing out, and so was I, to be fair. But I was trying to remain optimistic, and what I said to you was. Mate, yesterday, Cozzy wasn't headed to Richmond. 24 hours ago, that wasn't even a thing. We're not even beyond the grand final yet. All of a sudden, things can change. Something will blow up. A new story will break, and all of a sudden, it'll start looking a little bit different You
1: better. think it's going to get
0: better, or it's going to get worse? Well, either way. I don't know. I'm just saying that anything can happen, and that became true. And not that I'm putting that much faith in this, but, you know... <laughs> Mid season traffic. Yeah, Massimo Dombrosio, he wasn't on the radar and then he was. Someone has chosen Hawthorne that we didn't see coming at all. All I'm saying, Tiz, is that that can happen again and it might be someone good. You just don't know. <sighs> right? I know it's annoyingly optimistic and it's blind faith. I'll admit It that. is. It totally is. Yeah. I accept that. So, anyway, he's the only guy linked to Hawthorne this stage, unfortunately. We had a question from. And it's quiet. Like, there's no whispers either. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All, all our, all the players that we were linked to, that's all being accounted for now. Yep. We have nothing left. So, I mean, we'll keep our ears to the ground, but at the moment, it's. And it's DGB to listen, it? is going nowhere. Yep. DGB staying put. Hawthorne's not dealing with him. So, one more year on the contract, see what he can do. Uh, we had a question from Glenn here. Thoughts on the D'Ambrosio trade and how he fits into the current squad? Do we have to trade for him? Or do we just let him walk to the dra- uh,
1: You know, I mean, could do. Yep. Could we, let him we walk. We only have to worry about West Coast or North picking him up. Yeah, I think so. West Coast are already taking Brocky probably. Yep. We won't get anything for him. No. Uh, dodoro has been sort of pushed to one
0: side, so we shouldn't have to deal with him to get Massimo across. Dark days. Dark days. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that to be over. Uh, speaking of behind-the-scenes personnel, uh, Brett Ruddins back. Hooray! That's yeah. the best news we've had in the last month, probably. Absolutely. Head of Coaching, Performance, and Development. So he's going to be a, a mentor figure for coaches coming through the ranks.
1: Yeah, so uh, he's in charge of Sam. Is that how I read that?
0: I think you'd collaborate with him at the, the very least. I don't know about in charge of. Well, if people
1: have a problem with Sammy and they don't want to take it up with Sam himself, they can go to Brett, right? Yeah,
0: well, I suppose that could be a way of looking at it. Sure. Yeah.
1: Well, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. And uh, he's got a, an emotional intelligence with the pliers. That's that's something to yeah. behold. And he and Sam would have a fantastic connection, of course. Well, he's already
0: been telling Sam what to do in the past. So <laughs> There it is. Uh, we had a question from Ian. Is someone affordable or gettable like Dougal Howard an upgrade on Frost? Or would another 12 months of Frost cover development of Blank, McCabe, and Weddle? So
1: Frost is still embedded in the best 22.
0: hmm And you might see him go forward. Oh, dear.
1: Well, I mean, look at the look at your uh, options. I,
0: I say, oh, dear, because I'm expecting that you might be right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that will get tinkered with, to be honest. I've got some miscellaneous questions here. Uh, could Mark Pidnet have thrived if he had remained at Hawthorne?
1: No. And the reason for that is Carlton have the best inside mids and a couple of very good outside mids in the comp, Mm -hmm. and he would still look just as slow at Hawthorne as he looks quite well-timed. I wouldn't say he looked fast, (laughs) but he certainly doesn't get exposed for pace.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, This question from Ross, how do you rate Andy Gower's first year? I think his first big test will be our fixture for next season after this year's debacle. Can we get a Friday night game, Andy? What can you do in that space? I'd love to see it. I think we deserve it, frankly. Yeah, do you? Well, we're a 16th place club, but we're not. We had a couple of very good results. Exactly. We're not not
1: entertaining. No, but it certainly doesn't look like we're going to be all that
0: competitive come the final end of the season. No, no. This This rebuild is hitting a few setbacks. You know, rebuild's kind of like Dingley. The only thing that really is, is
1: good about the setbacks that are happening in the acquisitions is that it's happening early. Correct. And yep. it, if it happens in two years' time, then we should really worry. Yep. But we've got so much cash. Yep. Can we, can we go to GWS and pick up one of their players and hmm. take the? they have pick four, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you're still on the Haynes train.
1: Yeah, can we get that done, please?
0: Yeah, apparently if Haynes wants to stay GWS, he doesn't nuts, even have to play, I don't care. He just want the pick. Yeah. Andy Gower's first year, that was a question. What do you reckon?
1: What What have I got? Well, if I'm judging him on the progress towards Dingley, that's, a, that's been nothing. Yeah. Uh, if I judge him on the membership numbers, went down. If I oh, judge him on the number of the- wins on field, that went down. If I'd ju- Jeez, your heart Judge.
0: What do you want me to judge him on? It's so well. That is more the point, isn't it? He got. You know,
1: he got. He, he doesn't have a CEO. Well, Ash Klein now. Yeah. yeah, just arrived. Yep. Yeah. So that that happened eventually didn't didn't
0: happen <laughs> at didn't happen at pace. Wow. I will take your point that you're not sure how to judge him. I think that's valid. But the more you keep on rattling off these questions... I just don't think it's well, none fair. of it looks great, does it? Well, I don't think all of it is down to him. I don't We're going think- to find out if we made a profit at the end of the year. That will be interesting. They
1: keep discounting the memberships, getting you riled up.
0: <laughs> I think it's unfair to lay all of that at his feet. I think the Dingley stuff... It sounds like Dingley... A lot of that is sort of spiralling out of our control, which is concerning. What about the feelings? What
1: The feel-good factor of Gowers? What do you think
0: that oh, is? Oh, well, well, I was going to say that I feel a lot better with him at the helm. I think it's refreshing that if we don't have a president with his... These- Has he
1: done the openness thing that you thought... Yes,
0: Yes. I feel like he's been very open And um, when he's done so, he hasn't had his foot in his mouth like the former president When he speaks, it's usually worthwhile and it's measured and it's sensible And pertinent to Hawthorne (laughs) Yeah, well, it's just, he's a cool head And he's steering the ship pretty well Yeah As far as I can tell I don't think you could judge him on one year anyway And I'd say that you're probably right. And I
1: think that a lot of the trajectory of those things that I mentioned was set already. Yes, I'd agree. Okay, but uh, yeah, we've still got to get that, that money that he promised, of course, in that little campaign. But apart from that... What are you talking about? He promised there'd be a lot of money coming into the Dingley development. So I believe they're going to have their hands out again for that, too, because we've had so many setbacks.
0: Probably, yeah. The AGM's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, we're going... Well, I we've plan got, to. We've got a date too, don't we? We've got a date for that already. And yeah, off the uh, top
0: of my head, I can't remember. It's December nomi- Nominations.
1: You can nominate. Can, can we nominate you?
0: No, you're not doing that. You
1: got enough, uh, you got enough time in your schedule?
0: No. <laughs> the way this edit's going. How, how, how long is this episode? I don't have time for anything else for the rest of the year. Bloody hell. Uh, uh, <laughs> AFLW. One win, three losses. Hell of a win. Enjoyed yeah. that against the Dogs. Yeah, that was good. Round two. But three losses have been pretty Mate, underwhelming. Mate, we played Melbourne. Yes, well, that was one of them. That was
1: a dreadful match-up. Like, yep. We were never going to get anywhere near them. Freo Which was tough.
0: Clear. Essendon was tough. We
1: kicked a really good goal against Melbourne, though.
0: I did yep. enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only one for the day. Then we went to Freo. Well, before that, we went to Freo, and the first round was Essendon. we got Brisbane this week. Oh. Uh, I- I'm wondering... What we are... did wrong. <laughs> well, that... <laughs> But I'm wondering where our next winner's coming from, and that sounds awfully pessimistic. Look, they're a very young side. They do move the football a lot better than they did last year. Correct, which is why I'm somewhat disappointed. I I feel like we're a better side, but...
1: We're better from where we were, but we were already behind, so we haven't caught up. Yeah, I
0: suppose so. So, But our Brisbane recruits have been good. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Huge tick in the box for those. uh... Why don't
1: we go and recruit some out of Melbourne just to weaken them? <laughs> Why didn't right. someone else?
0: Well, yeah, they're, they're powerhouses. They're going to go back to back. Doesn't sit well, does it? But you know, it does sit well. Hawthorne winning their first ever VFLW Premiership, the wheelchair side, uh, having come from a winless season, the season before. Really? To become Premiers. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that is an outrageously good effort. So, congratulations. And they won it in a canter as well. It was easy, easy win on the final game. Was Sorry. that
1: due to recruiting?
0: Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it was the case, but I believe they played Richmond and it was just some, such a one sided affair. Yassin Hill dominating once again. our, our Hawthorne Blindside also twenty twenty-three premiers too. So well, I mean that was a lay
1: down didn't we? Have gold versus Brown or something? <laughs> I think you might have been right. Yeah, that that was that game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have lost. Hey mate, a Hawthorne win is a Hawthorne win. <laughs> That's why I take um match sims so seriously in the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, mate. There's been so much to cover. I feel like we might have left stuff out, but we'll get to some social media stuff before we before we call time on this app. It genuinely makes our day whenever we notice a new review has popped up on Apple Podcasts. If you could spare a moment to rate and review the show, that'd be wonderful. Uh, meanwhile, you can get on board with us on our social channels. We'll be covering free agency, the trade period, the draft. We'll be keeping you updated all throughout the off-season. Find us on Twitter, or as it's known, X. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, we just surpassed 4,600 followers on X, which is a huge effort and we very much appreciate everyone being on board now of course the hawk talk podcast also thrives thanks to an amazing contingent of listeners who support us our proud passionate and paid up patreon subscribers tiz every bit of support big or small helps us put time into this show now if you're out there and weighing it up really love for you to join us there's a whole archive of bonus content for your listening pleasure as well as some new stuff coming this week so hop on board support the show all the details are at patreon.com slash hawk talk pod
1: now, I know they haven't moved the grand final to Friday night yet, but I would still like your predictions.
0: <laughs> that's a cheap drive-by. Uh, well, look. Come on. Final game of the year. We have to talk about it. doesn't involve Hawthorne in any way, but... Well, it does. I mean, we've got Fags, who would become the oldest premiership coach. And he's, he's in rare oh. air because he's a coach that's... Uh, he's one of the few that's never played the game as well. So that would be a monumental achievement. Uh, all right, well, let's go through uh, who we're picking for the winner. Margin, Norm Smith. Okay, I'm good with that. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay, all right. Because you'll probably be different to me. The head says Collingwood. Who's head? <laughs> head versus heart. So I reckon heart, Brisbane. I want Brisbane to win. No question of that. I think What Collingwood. about Tommy Mitchell? Come on.
1: What do you mean? Come on! He's Mr. a brown low medalist. Mister,
0: I'm the happiest I've ever been at football club. I couldn't always say that in the past few years. Well, he he certainly wasn't happy at the Sydney Swans, and he was their best performer in that grand final. I think it's a little bit of a slap in the face. I don't care for it. He should not be commenting on his history with other clubs. I just don't. I just, it's it's a lack of class to it. I don't really appreciate. Okay, all right. I just don't think there's a need for it. Even if it's out of, you know, if if it's flippance, then that's unfortunate. But if it's a calculated... Mitchell, Norm Smith?
1: (laughs) Oh, no. he He had a very good game in that prelim.
0: I don't mean to be harsh on Mitchell, but I don't think he's the Norm Smith. I'm going to say Elliot. No. Why? What's wrong with that? Okay, fair enough. Likely to come out and kick four or five. You don't know. Does that count? What do you mean? Gun- Well, Gunston kicked four. He didn't get a norm. You know, Lake said that Gunston didn't turn up because he's still salty about it. <laughs> oh, no, he's a bastard. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, Lake was the MVP of the <laughs> evening. So many good calls. <laughs>
1: uh, no, Tommy Mitchell's. Uh, you know, he- he's still he's he's used very well by Collingwood.
0: Can I say if Brisbane win, mm. Norm Smith, McLuggage? Nah,
1: it won't happen. Well, we'll he see. hasn't
0: had a good month, has he? Yeah, I can't, look, I can't. look at your face. You're not sure now, Do you know who's you? 150 to 1? One? Go on. Hipwood. No, nah, no chance. He's less of a chance than anyone we've mentioned so far. Really? Absolutely. Well, I mean, statistically, but the bookies
1: have him as less than a chance. Yes. But
0: <laughs> I looked at it and I thought, you know what? Something I discovered just recently is that I have a familiar link to Brisbane. And so I'm sort of bound to go for them. My great uncle apparently played for Fitzroy. How many games? 249. Oh, my God. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yep. between the years of 1932 and 1948. He's in the Fitzroy team of the century. That's quite a long time, actually. Frank Curcio, or Curcio. Okay, you should probably know how to say it. Well, I've only just looked into this, mate. I've (laughs) never met the guy. I don't know how to say his name, but he's Italian, so what do you think? If you're you're looking at that name there, it'd be Curcio. I, I don't know. A bogan would say or Curcio. Is it Frank, Frank Cruciatus or something? No, is <laughs> his name his name's bloody uh, Frank Curcio. There you go, that's perfect. Yeah, so you that's, go that's with the, that. The, the bogan way of saying Was he a premiership player? No, and I'll tell you why. In fact, can you think of why? It was his 250th and they were playing in a grand final and didn't get selected? World War Two military service cost Curcio a place in Fitzroy's 1944 premiership team. And three broken fingers sustained in a services match in 1945 effectively ended his musical career. Wow. So he put in but didn't get he, much joy. What did he play? That's a good question. I have to keep on reading through this. Uh, bass violinist. Bass violin. Yeah, that's what the Wikipedia interesting. says. Fitzroy Captain, 1938, 39, 40, 41. It's my great uncle. Wow. Which I did not know until recently. How'd you find out? Uh, through my mum. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Who's a bomber supporter. No one's quite sure... When her side of the family jumped off the Fitzroy train and onto Essendon. I know how I'm a Hawthorne supporter, but I don't know where that happened. Gee, nearly 250 games. That's a lot. So up at the Gabba, where they have the honours board, um, it's him and some other bloke. They named the honours board after him. Interesting. Yeah, so he's a you know big player. So you're in- all over the Brisbane lines this weekend? Well, I mean, not only... Should I be, because the opposition's Collingwood and I don't want them to win. What position did he play, by the way? Says here he was a tough, hard ruckman who also played well in the back line. He was renowned for protecting his smaller teammates. <laughs> okay, need I a, need a, to read the citation for this, but he's known as the first VFL player of Italian background to really emerge as a great footballer. Wow, so... Where, where is that coming from? That's coming from the Catholic, the Catholic Weekly. Amazing. Okay, there you go. Gosh, well, this has been a bit of a history lesson, Nick. I didn't expect this for the preview for the Grand Final. <laughs> no, I, d- I didn't expect... Well, I, I, like I said, I only found about uh, found out about this recently. How about this? He played his best football in an era when Fitzroy's best and fairest records were either lost or not kept. Oh, my God. Arguably robbing him of an opportunity to be recorded and remembered as a great player in the record books. He was the first ever Fitzroy player to play 200 league games. Gee whiz. This guy's a big deal. So, anyway... He's quite a big deal. (laughs) So, the point is... We might have to rename the podcast. (laughs) My tip... Brisbane.
1: By 40 with Oscar McInerney there, Ruckman.
0: (laughs) Nah, Brisbane by... Let's go and Ash Brown 10 points. I think it'll be a close game either way. I don't
1: think so. I think Brisbane absolutely wiped the floor with Collingwood and win by 40.
0: What informs your opinion? It can't be the last game they played. I just look at their forward lines. Yeah, and as long as Brisbane keep their head,
1: the, the Brisbane forward line is so much more potent yeah, it's got a lot of than the Collingwood forward line. Yeah, If Collingwood have a down quarter, they could kick seven Yeah, very quickly.
0: Collingwood, the last time these two squared off, they had a lot of key outs. So I, I would caution anyone in reading into the past encounter between these two teams.
1: Yeah, you reckon they're going to be in, a, in another close grand final, do you, Collingwood? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe. Maybe. Just for a bit of fun. Oh, I
1: tell you what. What are they?
0: Fifteen from forty five. Fifteen it,
1: premierships right. from forty five grand finals.
0: Oh boy. Brisbane have won the last six against them. The last six. Hello? It has to what end sometime. In the,
1: in, yeah, next year sometime. <laughs>
0: We need to wrap this thing up. Uh, In terms of the Hawk Talk podcast, next time you'll hear us. Well, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll hear us real soon, recapping our crystal ball predictions, revisiting those. Some of them are spot on, others are pretty dodgy. So (laughs) look forward to that, subscribers. But apart from that, of course, we have the free agency period, the trade period coming up, and the draft. We'll be around. Take a little bit more of a breather. Can, we'll we, do that? Can that. we do that segment, Sam
1: Watch, where people report in on which cafe they've seen Sam talking to someone in? 100%.
0: There's <laughs> <laughs> so much more to look forward to here on the Hawk Talk podcast as we get towards the poignant end of 2023. We'll catch you soon. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.